Yo, this is the world-famous Tyler A. Barrett, and you're listening to WNS Podcast. Roar! You're listening to the official Wrestling News Horse Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsHorse.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsHorse.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. On the balls, on the balls, on the balls, on the balls, on the balls. Damn. That's Doug. And we welcome you to episode 275 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Hi. Hi. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Beyond Pod. Yep. And that's it. Mm-hmm. One other. Player.fm. Yeah. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Why are we so hesitant? I don't know. <laughs> guess nobody saw Civil War with me yet. I saw I it. I haven't seen I'm it. I'm the boss, I'm the boss, I'm the boss, I'm the boss. I have not seen Civil War. When Amy is like writing whenever he's about to do the, uh, like... Okay, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's about to do the other thing. He's like, you can the balls spoil on the balls it. On the I don't ball. remember that part. Not for yeah, other people. Were like I remember right. him running, but I don't remember him saying that. Whenever he was like, like he was like hyping himself up, and he was like, "I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss." Nice. Who you said don't that? care, but there are like uh, people uh, listening who care who didn't tune in to immediately be spoiled. Yeah, we know you like spoilers. But. Mm, okay. Uh, on Twitter, we're at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. I go. will see it. I. You will see your t- Twitter grow? No. Oh. But I want to see Captain America. Yeah. Go see Captain America. Really good stuff. So welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about this week. We've got raw discussion. We're going to give you our predictions for Extreme Rules, Hot Topics, Q&A, all that, and much more. But first, how you guys doing? Not so good, because I want to see Captain America. Well, go see it. I can't. You can. No, not right now. Why not? Because I'm doing a podcast. Well, obviously. But after that, I'm going to bed. Oh. Okay. Well, then tomorrow. Sounds lame. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty terrible ex- <laughs> excuse. Uh, yeah. I know they have one of those true. late night shows. That's true. Yeah. Uh, go see it. I will. Other than that, you doing good? Yes. All right. Doug, how are you? I'm okay. I yeah. guess. Hanging in there? Yeah. Another another week, another paycheck? Another another week, another paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm just repeating you a bunch. Okay. That's fine. What do you think of uh, Cap? Cap America. I thought it was great. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought... Um, Better than uh, Winter Soldier? <sighs> Winter Soldier was really good, too. It really was. I just think... I think they did a lot of things that were hard to pull off and impressive. I mean, this is how you book, like, Babyface versus Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> like... Way to reel it into wrestling. I like I that. I mean, but I, I mean, seriously, yeah. it's... Um, that what I thought that they did that was, like, impressive and hard to do is that... Um, they made you dislike Tony and his team while still not thinking they're like complete, complete like shit heels. And it wasn't like a total like, uh, we need a villain, so they're just all of a sudden like mustache twirling bad guys. All of a sudden, <laughs> they had like believable reasons that weren't like ham fisted. It was like sensible, like I- ideological, like differences mm-hmm. between the teams. The difference that, of opinion. Yeah, and it was just. 
I don't know. I just thought it was really well done. It's I think it's hard to like to pull that off without making someone just seem like a bad guy for no reason out of nowhere. And they really didn't. They mm-hmm. really made you like like everyone. They made you dislike the team you were supposed to dislike while still like not really disliking them. It, yeah. it's, it was impressive, honestly. And there are some people who can see both sides, so they're they're like, I'm not sure which side I'd be on. In, yeah. In this kind of situation, and you know, it was very well done. And uh, you know we are going to keep this spoiler free as, yeah, as far course, as this talk. But uh, but what do you think of uh, of Spider Man? That kid was great as Spider Man. Yes. I know a lot of people. Really? Yeah, he it was, was phenomenal. He was really awesome. I like that is like what I want out of Spider Man. I know. I always liked. Um, God, what's his name? Tobey Maguire. I always liked Tobey Maguire. I thought he did a pretty good job at it, but. Mm-hmm. Um. I never got into the Andrew Garfield guy. I know some people were like, oh, he was, he was really good. I, I never bought Andrew Garfield. In my opinion, of those two, Tobey Maguire played the better Peter Parker, while Garfield played the better Spider-Man. This new guy, was his name Andrew Holland? I think it's Tom. Tom, uh, Tom Holland? I, don't, I, can, I, don't I can never remember their names. I don't know him but, from anything other than that. Yeah. He was the best of both. Out of the three versions of Spider-Man that I've seen, he is the Did best. They- he Ex- felt like the most like teenager of the yeah. Like, did they explain the cartoon eyes? <laughs> they actually do kind of yeah. talk about the eyes. Uh, okay, that's that's yeah. funny. It, it it all makes sense. Um, it's really well done. What'd you think about like, Black Panther? Man, I got hyped. Like watching him in the movie, I'm like, I'm ready to see his film now. Cause like I didn't know much about him, and then you you see him and see how much of a badass he is, and you're like. Okay, I can get behind this guy. That's another thing that's impressive because in a cast of like 20 people who you're supposed to care about, Mm -hmm. they introduced two new people and got the two new people over in the midst of making everyone else seem awesome. Mm -hmm. My favorite parts of the movie, honestly, were like uh, like, uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon's sort of like play about how Bucky Bucky used to be a Cavs go-to guy, and now Falcon's kind of Cavs go-to guy, and their whole like sort of like nudging each other to, to be like Cap's no guy. i'm still his favorite yeah it's it was really well done i don't know so yeah. did they take uh things from the comic or was it completely away from the comic uh not really i mean in very broad strokes and the fact that it's sort of about like being held accountable for destruction that they inadvertently caused in in that sense, but yeah, not you can only take so much because of so many characters being outside of the uh, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, for what for something I thought that was pretty hard, like I think they like succeeded in all the very important things of the movie. So I'm hyped for Infinity War because. I mean, I don't think it's any great spoiler to say like where we leave off there, the teams are sort of like not on the same side. Mm-hmm. So whenever we have to have that triumphant, everybody's got to come back together against Thanos moment, it's going to be feel like really oh awesome. Oh my God. Because they're supposed to have them and are they supposed to team up with the Guardians, right? Yeah. I mean, they're going to bring all the people mm-hmm. in for it. So, and also at the end, they uh, said Spider-Man's going to be back. So, I mean, that's kind of already been out there. But. Well, there's the Tory. They said yeah, the Spider-Man that Homecoming. Iron Man's yeah. gonna be in Spider-Man's movie. So, but yeah, it, it's uh, it was like really well done. I, I I don't think they could have done much better in any aspect. Did you happen to see uh, Superman uh, and Batman? I didn't. Neither did I. But it, I mean, I would have seen it. It's just it was strictly like a I was a scheduling issue. Like mm-hmm. I was like so busy, and it's out of theaters. Oh, like, so it I, is officially out of theaters now. Huh? I mean, I went to see Civil War, and it wasn't on the thing. Oh, so. Wow. 
I mean, I heard some defenders, and you have to take my opinion with a grain of salt because I didn't actually see the movie, but to be honest with you, it smelled like shit from here. I didn't necessarily <laughs> had to had to see it to know it probably wasn't all that awesome. I know there was a lot of defenders of that movie, but I would say like, hey, this is how you do babyface versus babyface. Like, mm-hmm. See, I okay, I've not seen Batman versus Superman. I've not seen the latest Fantastic Four, and everyone I've seen is praising Batman versus Superman, and everyone's. You know, uh, crapping on. Uh, I think the Fantastic, Fantastic Four was universally panned. Yeah, there's a, there's this. I know a a guy. You that know on people Facebook that were. Pr- you know people who were defending, or who were praising. I've heard defenders, but I don't know if I'd hear like praisers of Batman vs Superman. Besides That's, Noah, I was about to say if you say Noah. Besides <laughs> Noah, Noah. Okay. Corey. All right. Hmm. That Guess we'll have to see whenever it comes out on on Blu-ray. I don't know. Yeah. It, it looks like shit from here, so it smells like shit from here. I'm I'm curious to see because all the all the positives that I heard about that film go towards Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, that's he, what I heard. He did too. a solid job. See, I'm I'm still gonna see it. Like I'm gonna see every superhero movie they're gonna put out. Like I still oh, need yeah. to see Fantastic Four. I'm gonna see Batman, and Superman. I'm gonna see Captain America. Even people are getting on the bandwagon and totally destroying X Men. I don't think it's gonna be that great, but I'm still gonna see X Men no matter what. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out, but yeah, if you haven't seen Civil War yet, make sure you do so ASAP. So really good stuff. Um, no feedback this week. Hey, before we get okay. into like uh, stuff that this show's about, like professional wrestling, and, <laughs> and I know that this is a wrestling podcast, but guys uh, and girls, people, I should say, people, um, all the little children super, of the world. Uh, superheroes are as wrestling adjacent as it gets. Yep. They res- superheroes Good versus are evil. So, but before we uh, get into that, I did want to uh, talk about something like kind of serious and uh, a little bit topical. And it's not like super out of the char- It's not super out of character for us to do like social commentary stuff on this show. But I think generally where social commentary ties in on this show is when it intersects with what's going on in wrestling. And I sort of like for it to be, I think we all sort of like for it to be that way. Uh, not that we have, not that I have been above like, uh, like blatant social commentary that that didn't tie in, but I did want to talk about something, uh, really quickly here. Um, one, because I do think it's the right thing to do. And two, because I promised a good friend and it's important to them and it's important to me also. So uh, I promised a good friend I would like use my platform, <laughs> and uh, so the floor is yours. I'm gonna use my platform, although it's sort of weird to think about this as some platform, this dumb wrestling podcast. But uh, I guess it is my platform, so to speak. But um, <clears throat> so I guess I'm gonna talk about like uh, um, another thing. I before I like before I get like right to what I want to say, I do want to say that um, although I guess what I'm about to do is like soapboxing in a way. Like, I don't want it to come from a place of people feeling like I'm being uh, condescending or that I feel like I'm some, like, great role model or I think that I'm some, like, moral, uh, morally, like, perfect person who doesn't fuck up because I know that I fuck up a lot. I know in the past that I've been, like, you know, like, sexist and misogynistic and, uh, you know, like, without even realizing it. And, uh, like, I... I don't want people to think like I'm like grandstanding. Like I think I'm some like example to be upheld to. I just 
basically where I'm coming from is more of like, hey, like re-examine your position on this is mm. kind of where I'm coming from. Not like a, hey, you fucks, you better listen <laughs> to what this right. great guy is saying. So, and, I, and I've probably been insensitive in other ways that I didn't even mean to, but that, not that that's an, ex- an excuse for any of it. But uh, kind of what I, I guess what I wanted to say was, um, and this is like everywhere. I know everyone's talking about this and it's like, Everyone's thinking about it and talking. It's all over the fucking news and everything. But I guess what I wanted to say was heterosexual, cisgendered men, like, please stay out of women's restrooms. <laughs> like, um, I know that. Well, uh, not that I know, but I think that uh, just because you can't identify or understand where a transgender person is coming from doesn't mean that they are some deviant who's like out to hurt your wife or your daughter. Mm-hmm. I think that they're just wanting to like live their lives and go about it like everyone else and be as comfortable as they can. Just like anyone wants to be as comfortable as they can in their life. And uh, I know that some 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 like heterosexual cisgendered men out there may also be thinking that in addition to transgendered people they may also be like thinking this is sort of like some sort of like loophole for like other guys to like try and get in and like assault their wives or their daughters or whatever like this is some like thing that they can get off on a technicality and these guys feel like it is uh, a way of protecting their family by like going in the bathroom or something like that. But like to that, I would say if, if that is your concern, then our problems as a society are so much larger than restrooms that it is like, it is unreal. I mean, I would, I would say as one, like I am a straight white cisgendered man and I'm saying this to other I mean, not white, obviously, but I'm trying to be as inclusive Mm -hmm. as everything as possible. But to other straight cisgendered men, I would say instead of like running up in restrooms and making other women and transgender people uncomfortable, instead of like feeling the need to like tell your daughters and your wives and your sisters to like watch out for everyone else, watch out for men, like instead of doing that, let's take the focus and talk to our sons and talk to our friends and talk to other cisgendered straight guys and say, maybe we look at them and say, Hey, stop like sexually assaulting people, mm-hmm. not telling the women that they need to like watch out for the men say, Hey guys, maybe don't fuck up in this way. Have some self-respect. Yeah, Have like, respect for others. Yeah. It's just, and and that's all I really wanted to say. Like, you know, I know it's like a hot button issue. I know people are not gonna are gonna tune into the show and not like hearing this. It's like, oh, I came here to get away from all this talk. Sure, I know that that's happening right now, mm-hmm. and I know people are like turning off, but I don't care. I think it's an important enough thing to say. And even though I like to let the social commentary like go through the lens of pro wrestling, I thought this was something that needed to be said. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm gonna say it. And I know people. I guess where I'm coming from is like, if you can't hear a, a dissenting opinion from yours then how do you know what you believe is what you believe? If you can't, like, look at another opinion and, like, you know, like, go back and forth between that and yours, yeah. you, 
Like what? 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 Is, if you're not open to someone else's opinion, like how do you? How do you? How would you even know that yours is right? Or how? Mm-hmm. If your if your if your beliefs are so like weak that they couldn't stand up to scrutiny of like my beliefs, then how strong of beliefs are they anyway? Yeah. But anyway, that's all I wanted to say, and I know. Uh, I know you guys don't like to get too political, but I feel like I should have said it. And uh, and again, I I know like I am, I've said and there are stuff on this very show that I'm embarrassed that, that I've said that I'm embarrassed that it lives on in the in, on the internet forever for me to be judged by. But that is the reality of the situation. So I'm not coming at this from some pure like casting judgment like so place. I'm just saying, hey, like reconsider your position and like mm-hmm. I don't know. It just people do, just do the right thing. Do the right yeah. thing, man. These people aren't trying to fucking hurt anybody. They just want to go to the... They want to piss and shit like you. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's whatevs. Yeah. I don't know. And, well, you know, not not to get too into the topic, what what drives me nuts is that... Uh, we're pretty in, bro. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, like, people, people get all up in arms about it, but is that really going to stop uh, a, a perverted person f- to go into the opposite gender bathroom. Oh. I mean, gu- you know, certain guns are illegal. You see them carrying it. You, certain drugs are illegal. You see people with them all the time. Yeah. You know, if if the people are willing to break the law or, you know, to do something like that, there there's nothing essentially going to stop them. Right. So I, When they first... I don't, when it was maybe it was months ago and i saw this meme and i don't know who posted i i deleted them as a friend because i thought it was very horrible. i already know what you're gonna say you're gonna say it's john wayne and it's like tell him you identify as a real man huh is that what you're gonna say no oh fuck okay i was gonna say that <laughs> I, I saw one that was like um like guys follow your wives and your daughters and if anyone says anything say you identify as a real man something real lame like that i don't mm-hmm. know go well, ahead whatever you're gonna say the some guy posted and there was this meme of some guy that went to a woman's restroom and you can see a girl behind him and he's like taking a picture or something like that and he's like see you shouldn't let us in there or something like that i don't know what the heck that was i was like i don't know what the hell you just posted and i don't know what that is but i'm deleting you this is this is that's horrible man yeah Hmm. well see that's that's like sort of like goes with what I'm talking about. It's not like a transgender person or the woman that was the problem. It was the guy yeah. in the fucking bathroom that was the problem. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, you can't go in there to, to prove a point. I mean, that's still, that's still horrible. I mean, I don't know who did that or whoever that guy was. Trans, transgender people are going there because they, they, they feel that that's where they belong. Like, yeah. If you're like a cisgender dude, you're just going in there to be an asshole. Oh, that dude. That hey, um. Or, or you feel like you've got to like protect your family, but I think that's like misplaced. That's even kind of. It was a regular guy. I'm pretty sure it was a regular guy. Yeah. Like stand outside the bathroom and say, "Hey, I'm right here if you need me." Yeah, sure. You know, it's it's the simple things. Come yeah. on, people. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of more bad things happening in the world right now than someone needing to go to the bathroom yeah let's let's focus on on that and you know educate yourself that's that's the most important thing there's so many people that don't have common sense like i said i don't want to get too far into it um we're kind of into it we are into it but i I would like to think that a majority of our listeners have common sense yeah i think so because you know they reach out for thoughts and opinions and offer other opinions and all that good stuff. So if you're listening to us still, we certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess it's just sort of a uh, a rant to those who, I don't know, don't 
follow rules. I don't know. But uh, let's dive into Raw, the go-home show for Extreme Rules. We kick things off with AJ Styles coming out. He's talking to Roman Reigns. They're hyping up their match, uh, hyping up the the match later on in the night between uh, the Usos and Gallows and Anderson. And uh, they're basically saying, yeah, I'm going to be in each other's corner and don't get my way or I'm going to mess you up. Something along those lines. Uh, Any thoughts on this? I didn't come in from work until the middle of, what was it, somehow Steen Erica were tagging together on yes. Raw, and I was like, well, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that's why I came in in the middle of that match, so okay. I'm not there yet. All right. I uh, had to work late, sorry. Tyler, I know you came in a few minutes late, so you might, I think you missed this not, segment. Uh, you might have caught the end I of it. I think the end part. Yeah. Never, <laughs> he was in the ring and the Usos came up, because the club came up, they're outside, but... AJ Styles was in the ring, and then the the brothers or whatever family came the out of nowhere. And I think AJ was going towards Roman, and he got uh, slapped or whatever, yeah. that underhand slap mm-hmm. that Roman Reigns does. I was kind of – okay, so they, they have announced that, I guess, Roman and the Usos are now officially a stable. They're going with the name The Bloodline. I think it's – I don't know. I was kind of expecting the Roman Empire. I mean, I mean, they got the shirts for it. Yeah, <laughs> and that kind of goes with his cockiness right now. And yeah, and I will, I will give Roman praise. He has stepped up his game on the mic. Uh, you know, the fans were even chanting, "We want Rollins," and he's like, "You're not going to get Rollins. You got me." And, you know, just well, he's been like that for a while. How his confidence? Yeah. He's he's got that cockiness. little swagger and all that. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure that the fans knew, giving him some props. He's uh, whoever's doing the writing for him now, as opposed to when he was out saying suffer and suck a tash. Uh, they've at least stepped up their game, which is good because, you know, if you if you have a champion, he's got to be able to carry himself. So, um, yeah, just want to make that known. So after that, we got to see Sami Zayn going up against Cesaro with Miz and Kevin Owens on commentary. And uh, Kevin he Owens. It. Oh, yeah, of course. Situation because I was like. I was like, this match is going to get overshadowed because Miz and uh, Kevin Owens were on the mic and they were just bickering at each other. I was like, this mm-hmm. overshadows the match. Absolutely. And the match was probably two minutes, three minutes tops. Um, and then um, well, Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens walks away because he says he's tired of Miz and then he attacks the Miz. Yeah, then he attacks the Miz and then they brawl into the ring and, of course, everything goes to hell. They call for the bell. Stephanie, or no, I'm sorry, Shane, Shane comes out and says, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to have a tag match. Play us, holla holla. And then Stephanie comes out and is like, yeah, I like that idea, but let's switch it up a little bit because on SmackDown, y'all teamed up and it didn't work out. So we're going to switch things up. It's going to be Sami Zayn teaming up, with against, uh, teaming up with Kevin Owens to go up against Cesaro and The Miz. And that match happens right now. Well, they also said that because Kevin, don't think about attacking uh, Sami Zayn because if you do, you're out of the match. Uh, no, she at- said, don't if you decide to take a walk. Huh? No, I thought you said if you attack him because he wants to. No, if if you decide that you're walking out of the match, you'd be like, oh, I swear know, it was. The- I'll be your tag partner, but as soon as the bell rings, I'm I'm out of here. Uh, she was like, if you decide to leave or take a walk, then uh, you will be out of the Fatal 4-Way match at Extreme Rules. So um, he ended up staying, and they teamed up, which was kind of weird to see. Um, it was a fun match. Uh, I enjoyed it. What about you guys? I mean, I came in like halfway through the match, so I don't feel like <laughs> I am um, 
a person who's in a position to like critique it because I don't know. I wouldn't like want to like see five minutes of a movie and give a review or read a page of a book or yeah. thirty seconds of a walk song. into the third act and yeah. oh yeah, that was really that good. Movie sucked. Yeah. There was there, I don't know if they were working together for a little bit. There was that one move where Sammy Zayn did something, and then Kevin Owens comes together, and then they were like. Mm-hmm. Who was it? JBL or someone said like, "Oh, they could be a good tag team if they work together." Or this may they may be friends again after this or something. Or, no, they're not. <laughs> I don't. Well, I'm just saying what he said. One of those yeah. things, but they're not going to. And uh, I will admit this: this raw did not hold my attention very well. Oh yeah, um, I noticed that there were there were some down moments. I was looking at my phone a lot. I was playing games instead of watching raw. So. Uh, I can't give like a full critique of of each of the matches because most of them. Uh, I wasn't even really that focused on, but uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens do end up getting the victory, and uh, <laughs> I did chuckle at Kevin Owens after the match because uh, Zayn got the pin and the ref raised his hand, and then Owens got in the ring, grabbed the referee, and was like, too. "I won too, raise my hand." So just nice, nice heel moments from him. He's he's so so good as a heel. Uh, after that, we got to see the debut of the Shining Stars. Primo and uh, Epico, their uh, re-re-debut. No, knew, I can't talk. Nobody knew how to take them because yeah. it was silent. Yeah, it was pretty quiet. The, the crowd was just like, okay, yeah, these guys are here now. And they brought flowers to the ring, and they're going up against some local talent. So, uh, Which I made an, uh, a mention to Tyler. It's been a while since we've seen... Uh, just sort of an enhancement talent match. Well, that's uh, John Schuyler and Corey Hollis. They've been getting some work on NXT and stuff as yeah. a as a team, and cool. they're uh, you know pretty. I would say at least moderately moderately known, if not well known, independent wrestlers. So cool. yeah, well, good to see them. Um, but the Shining Stars quick matchup get the win. Um, nothing really to take away from it. What do you think about this whole Shining Stars? Uh, I'm sort of. I still think it's in a place where it's a wait and see how the gimmick's going to play out. It's not very explicit what it is. I think it, I think they're for sure heels, but yeah, they sort of went with uh, the ring is their the their paradise. island and like they're going to protect it and whatnot. And um, so I'm interested to see. I mean, that can only go for so long like that. So yeah. I don't know like how it's going to sort of. Well, I mean, it's different. Like I know, no, it Matadors is different. Was, it is different. It, I mean, Matadors was very, like, um, I don't know what the right word would be. Cartoony? I mean, yes, but not. that's not necessarily what I mean. It's it, it's a gimmick that has a ceiling to it, mm-hmm. where this feels like a little more opening if they figure out something interesting to do with it. So it's it's not like they necessarily already have a ceiling over their heads. It's just, it's, how does this develop into something They can just be cocky, uh, how I see it. I mean, this is me being, uh, thinking how it could play out or whatever. It's just, they could be cocky and just... They're always bragging about Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what else they can go with it or do with it. But. Yeah, I'm. Tr- I'm trying to think of like long term ideas, and you know they're they're gonna have to switch something up because it's gonna get old really quick, and then they're just gonna be stuck. I don't know that it's gonna get old quick though. I just think I don't know what exactly. What to it's, think I don't think it's a fully formed idea. Is no, I guess yeah, what I'm I trying to say. But but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because I do think that. That leads the 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 gimmick room to grow and trans and like mm. transform itself into something else. Interesting. Matadors is pretty fucking simple. They're fucking matadors. <laughs> I mean, 
That I mean, you know, and if that is... And they got a bull with them. Right, and that's something that has a pretty low ceiling as far as where they can go in the card. This, I could see them pushing them up if they need challengers, like, easily. You know, in fact, I bet that's what they do. Yeah, I'll, I'll reserve the right to judgment for a later day because we were, you know, look where, uh, you know, the New Day debuted and look where they are now. Right. So... If anything, that's that's shown us give it time to to feel out. Right. So, will we see growth? I certainly hope so. Um, but after that, we got to see uh, Dean Ambrose calling out Chris Jericho, and um, I got to say, I I enjoyed the mic work from both of these guys. Um, I'm, dude, do I like Chris Jericho again? Because I thought Chris Jericho <laughs> was pretty good. I was like, what? wait, wait did, did I start liking Chris Jericho again? What the fuck happened? Because I was like. Right on, Jericho. Yeah, because they're serious. I don't know what it was. Well, he was a little, you stupid idiot. I mean, he was sort of like uh, he was sort of dumb in that like in that way that heels are like totally unaware of how dumb they are like mm. way like. But it worked for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just liked it. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, there was when a did back- I start like Jericho? Again? There was a backstage segment where uh, Jericho was talking to Renee and. Was basically saying, "Oh, I better get an apology and all this," and he ruined my fifteen thousand dollar jacket. Um, which, if you go online and search, it's not that expensive. Of course, but not. whatever. Uh, it's a heel heel tactic, yeah. you know, limousine riding. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I dug the mic work from Jericho. I really dug the mic work from from Ambrose. I thought, you know, he was being serious for once instead of the cartoony stuff. But I did feel that the asylum itself was a little cartoony. Like, why did you have a mop? Why is there a plant on there? Is that a strap or a rope? Like, can't you just say it's a cell match with like weapons in it? Yeah. Yes. Can't you just be like, uh, cell s- with all the weapons? Uh, and we have to climb. We have to yeah. climb up to the top of the cage to retrieve a weapon to come down and hit you. And there's no escape. You can't escape. By climbing out the door or climbing what's, over the top. What's that fucking TNA gimmick match? The, that's basically what it is. It's oh, like where they, uh, they hang the weapons from the cage. Oh, I can't think of it. Uh, Halloween. No, 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 no. Uh, A Canadian guy from YouTube is like fucking yelling at the top of his iPod earbuds right now. He's <laughs> like, it's the fucking whatever match. <laughs> Monster's Ball. No. I, that's it not might, it? it might, maybe it is Monster's Ball. I think it's Monsters Ball. I'm gonna Google it. You guys keep talking. I'll All figure right. it out. So, they, so they're gonna have dildo what is it? Canadian War War Machine. Canadian War Machine's pissed right now. That we, don't <laughs> that we don't know. It's like you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> Fucking wrestling podcast. My ass. <laughs> marks. Those WWE marks. Um, but uh, and then also, uh, the lockdown. I had it roll my eyes whenever he's like, you know what? I'm gonna. He's like, I challenge you or. Whatever he said about the cage match, and Jericho's like, what? He looks up there like he saw it all of a sudden. Hey, like, I never agreed to that. Like, oh, you didn't see a cage up there. What was that for? Well, that was a good little heel moment yeah. where he's like, well, I saw the cage, but I didn't know it was for me. You know, you could say say something along those lines. Um, one of the things that I do have a knock on, and uh, it's a small thing. It can easily be looked over, and that is the, uh, the Ambrose getting upset at Jericho for saying, uh, you put me in the hospital. Like Ambrose screamed out, like as the cage was lowering, he's like, "You put me in the hospital. This is this is what you got to do. You got to pay." I don't remember that. Yeah, um, he was like, "You put me in the hospital, Chris, and this is what you got to do." Uh, 
when just a few months earlier, Ambrose had been attacked in the parking lot and was put in the hospital by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So, a little disconnect. I know you can't have two cage matches at, at WrestleMania because, you know, that would just be weird. Okay, having... Forget about the Brock Lesnar stuff. Yeah. Who's, Bro- who's Brock Lesnar? Who? Yeah, he's gone. Who? 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 Any luck there? Lethal lockdown is what there we're thinking of. Oh, okay. What's Monsters Ball? Monsters Ball is the one where it's a no DQ match, but originally it's like they're locked in a dark room with no food or water or whatever. Like, and then they <laughs> they come out and they have to. Uh, I don't know. remember that one. <laughs> well, I think it was like original. It originated with like Abyss, so they were doing something like that with a. You know, we're gonna starve you for three days. I just just twenty four hours, Daniel. <laughs> Okay, for, no light, for 24 no hours. No lights, no food, no water. We're going to open the door, and on one side of the cage, there's going to be food, and there's on the other side, there's going to be weapons. You have to choose. Do you want to nourish yourself before you attack, or do you want to fight? That'd be interesting to see. Hey, woman, she's like, you fucking assholes, that's an awesome idea. <laughs> they stole it from TNA. <laughs> Copying more shit. Anyways, uh, after that, we got to see the Raw debut of Dana Brooke going up against Becky Lynch. I was about to say, okay, they're going to have to do this feud because it, it, Emma's hurt, so they're yes. going to have to bring Dana Brooke in because they already did the thing. And, yeah, unfortunately. I feel like they were going to do like, hey, it was going to be Emma and Becky Lynch and then... Uh, um, Maybe Sasha. Well, I don't know, but like, uh, what's her name? Dana Brooke is going to be on the side of Emma mm-hmm. and just attack. I mean, she's gonna be at yeah ringside or whatever. But I'm Dana Brooke is not bad, not that bad for her experience level. But boy, did she look outclassed by Becky here. I yeah, mean, maybe it was just me, but she looked like outclassed. It was maybe she was still still fairly new. Maybe it was nerves. Something. There were a lot of miscommunications in this matchup. Um, did not come off well on TV. Um, I don't know, but yeah, like like. Tyler was mentioning uh, Emma is not going to be in action for quite some time. She actually suffered an injury at a uh, at a live event over the weekend. Uh, I believe it was uh, something to do with her disc, a ruptured disc in her back, and she's having to have back surgery and is out indefinitely. That sucks, man. Yeah, so really, uh, really tough news um, for Emma, and we certainly hope that she can recover from it, get back in the ring. Uh, if if she can be cleared, of course, because you don't want her to uh, do further damage to her back. And having back problems myself, I know that that is never a, a, a good feeling to have uh, disc issues. So. I know, man. I like uh, I hurt my neck one one time, like just doing the Ultimate Warrior like rope thing. I like, remember that. And it's every every once in a while, it still bothers just me. Flares out. Yeah, it's just like I sleep on it wrong, and I'm like. God damn, warrior shake. <laughs> yeah, Fuck man, my neck just up for little life. things mm-hmm. can hurt you. You just sleep wrong and ah. Oh. Also, if you move wrong too. Yep. It'd just be the simplest of things, but uh, Dana Brooke does end up getting the victory over Becky Lynch, so at least she got the win in her in her Raw debut. Um, but yeah, she still has some work to do. Yeah, I mean, she should have won. That was the right choice of her going over, but. It just sucks to see Becky, like, sort of... Fall. Yeah, not that she was really even 
I mean, I guess she was sort of in the mix for a bit there, but she's a talented lady, and I don't know. She she probably deserves a lot better than her spot on the card. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, after that, we got to see, after a five-month build, the debut of the Golden Truth going up against Fandango and Tyler Breeze, or as they called it, Breezango. I did not like is, that. That is absolutely stupid and horrific and I terrible. Loved it. Oh, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to disagree thank with you guys. God. I, I would have been like, I, you know, I'm completely I, indifferent. <laughs> I actually think that's a good tag team. I liked them together. Yeah, I'm fine like, with man. Fandango and Breeze. Like, I'm done with the whole R Truth and, and Goldust thing. I'm ready for <laughs> yeah, it to be over with. It. He's done with I'm it. ready for it to be over I with. I was really hyped to see how the uh, the joint music was going to play out. Cause, it you wasn't know, that great. Because yeah. uh, eh, it's basically just like the Goldust intro into, into Truth's song. Yeah. It's not that. At least we got to see a song back. Yeah, I love Truth's intro song. <laughs> What's up? Ah. <sighs> Uh, no, I, I really, I, I kind of agree. It took a long time to get to those. Yeah, points. had they pulled the trigger like two months ago, I would have been more. But it doesn't more okay bug me it. as it much as it bugs you. It's though. the fact that it was five months <laughs> of doing this. Like they're still doing this. There's no way it's been a legit five months. In five months. Wow. I don't know. I don't know that I believe that. Thomas, because they spent time. Thomas is. They spent time with uh with our truth. Um, trying to approach gold dust. Yeah. And then they like a month. Then they did like a month and a half. Well, I'd say they did like a month and a half of R Truth approaching Goldust. Then they probably did a month and a half of Goldust approaching R Truth. Then they did probably a solid month of uh, the back and forth. With That's four Pendingo. months. Okay. Well, we're in a, <laughs> however long it took, it was too long. I can math, motherfucker. Yeah. Whatever it was. Slightly. I'm not, I can I'm not the of official. Math. I'm not counting it. I, I, they said five months, so I'm saying five months. Really, I it feels. I, I mean, I would I would buy like three. Whoa, jeez, I would buy like three months. And now his back is out. No, my back's been hurting. Ooh, I sneeze and cough. It hurts. I mean, the Royal Rumble was in January. That was five months ago. Four months. Was ago. it happening at the Rumble? I think so. All right, fine. Five months. Somewhere around. No, there. yeah, it was. It was. I remember them. Yeah. See, you remember them. Together, they were. Uh, it was. It was what's it called? Uh, Goldust going after Truth. I think. And I like yeah. them as a team. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But Fandango and Tyler. Breeze I like uh, Fandango pelvic thrusting all the time. That's hilarious. Getting the victory. Uh, any thoughts on the matchup? He's itself? not as good of a dancer as Goldust. No, yeah, I agree. Well, he does this. Yeah, but he does it real bad. Oh, okay. Like Goldust is doing, like, look, I'm a stupid dancer. Isn't it funny that I dance bad? But he does it really good. Look Fan- at that, he's twerking. Fan- Fandango does, a, I'm a dancer, but he does it real bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a dancer. Check it out. Ball game. So, any thoughts on the matchup itself? No, nah, I mean, I don't not remember. really. It was not much. It was like they went to the miscommun- miscommunication like very quickly. So yeah. It was like a did that thing like did his kick like with him, Goldust or did he no. like, get like hit his head like a little bit? Nah, like, he put his hand up. I saw him get I was his like, hand get up. it nearly hit him. Yeah. Well, after that, we got to see a segment featuring the New Day, and they brought a time machine with them. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I th- I felt this one fell very flat until the Vaude villains came and you laughed uh, at the Kofi. It's hard. To I did laugh at the Kofi thing. It's. 2009 was a solid year for me. 
I think he said it was his best year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? You want to re-examine that? I think you're having a little bit better year this year. Uh, I mean, I get maybe that was the year he was feuding with Orton or something, but Probably. ultimately he got buried and like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did, I, well, I did laugh that he came out with the Jamaican accent and all yeah. that. It, yeah. Yeah, I'm See, a, it was fu- that was funny, but it's also like I sort of hate that they acknowledged that he was like a fake Jamaican for a while. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, hey, brother, hey, hey," but uh, it's real. Well, hard. Triple H killed that, and he was like, "Hey, what happened to your accent?" Oh no, but we had a problem with it then too. So at least yeah. we're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> at least we're consistent, and they should have just dropped it and never mentioned it again. But uh, <laughs> poking fun at himself. Yeah, I mean, there are worse things to have than a sense of humor about yourself. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's hard to do, like, prop-based comedy. And uh, yeah. I don't know whose idea it was. It was it was definitely a little hokey, but... Uh, I don't think Big E was very much into it. And not just because of his character saying, nope, don't do that. You don't want to do that. Like, he legitimately looked like he just was not enjoying that bit. Well, the thing about it is... It really has felt like those guys haven't had writers for a while. It definitely mm-hmm. has felt like they've been given the reins to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. And there aren't too many groups that you can tell that about. It feels like nobody's writing for Enzo and Cass. I mean, they might be. They may tell Enzo and Cass to go hey, out there. Touch and, up on this. But it feels like Enzo and Cass come up with their own shit. And it feels like New Day comes up with their own shit. And that's mm-hmm. probably why a lot of the time it works. But also, I mean, obviously. Yeah, because. Because there's things that we talked about in the past that, you know, individually didn't work for some of us or work like, because when they did that weird shirt with like, I wasn't into it that much. It was too much with them riding a unicorn and they had too much. Like that was their thing. But I, you know, like I wasn't into that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? They did a few things I wasn't into, but you know, it's just, it's hit and miss. But you know, well, it's not everything. They have more hits than misses. Yeah. Though. I think, I think I, I was like opposite of WWE writers. I think the uh, the positive of letting guys do their own thing is that when they do something, it feels like authentic to them as characters and doesn't feel like something they're just being told to say. And I think when you give the feeling of authenticity, like it gives room for a lot more hits than misses. And like no one's gonna be f- fucking awesome. They 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 come out. They have to come out and say something different every fucking week. You're not gonna mm-hmm. nail it every time. But I feel like if they are being able to develop a character to where they just know what their character does instead of like, this is what I'm supposed to say this week. Then like that is an overall more of a positive thing and overall generates more possibility for them to do good things and bad things. But I don't know. But yeah, it was a, it was sort of like a meh. I wasn't like terribly offended by its awfulness or anything. It was just sort of like, eh, well that, that was sort of a miss. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, and then they were attacked by the vaude villains, which I'm kind of glad that the vaude villains got a little bit of a shine here, you know, because they're a new, they're a new team. They need to be seen in the public public eye as as a legitimate threat. So the New Day got zero offense in this, and they were and the vaude villains were standing tall at the end of it. Now, how will it play in the predictions and and extreme rules? We'll find out. But do you think they work better as heels? Uh uh, a lot of villains, that is. Yeah. I mean, not just because it's in the name of Vaude Villains. Right, right. But, um, you know, the the posing that they do where they turn to the camera and have that smear or whatever look. Well, they were, they were faces when we saw them live, huh? Yeah. I think they did good. They do fine either way, but... They can only, I think they do better as baby faces in NXT. 
Yeah. But I think there are better as heels in WWE proper. Yeah. Like they're old fashioned villains, you know. Yeah. Um as opposed to faces with a catchy theme. But uh I mean they're talented guys. Can't take that I'm honestly surprised that they've been given this much to run with because if that gimmick very f- much in the vein of the Matadors feels like a gimmick with a ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess the Matadors did come in in hot for the first month or two, but they they quickly like they pushed quickly them down. Well, I don't remember them being as hot as this though. No, as Vaude villains, no. But they they came in as like a pushed act like initially yeah. when they the so new the, gimmick was they new. may fizzle out. So we don't I mean know. it's it's still too early to tell. They yeah. may mm-hmm. fill fill still, but uh, it just. You know, I don't know. Like so after, I'm honestly surprised it got this far. Like after extreme rules, will they just go to main event? You know, right? Because even though Matadors came in like, uh, like presented like in somewhat pushed, they weren't like in the title picture. They were just like, like a like a presentation act. And mm-hmm. It was weird. I mean, it was not weird. I I just say weird when I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so um. <laughs> So yeah, the Vaude Villains were left standing tall, and that was pretty much the end of that segment. After after that, we got to see the Usos going up against Gallows and Anderson, and um, I don't know. I, I couldn't focus on this matchup. I wasn't really digging it too much, um, especially with the fact that JBL is trying to drive home the fact that they're so dominant over in Japan, and yet here they are, and they end up getting beat. Not just getting beat. I think they have like an overall losing record since like being here. I yeah. think I read somewhere they're like four and six or something weird like that. Hmm. I don't know. And maybe just, they maybe they haven't even had ten matches, but I heard I read the statistic that says they have like a losing record. Or wow. It's just it's just weird that they they bring them in with the reputation they have from Japan. They're from Japan. They're but these cha- tag team champions and they're do dominant. That, and then they'll do I don't know necessarily not to them, but to AJ. They'll be like, Oh yeah, well you did good in Japan, but you know but pretty much along the lines of, you know, it's still it's still not. It's not the good. WWE, that's for sure. <laughs> they, yeah, they're gonna do that, but I don't know. It's weird because it's kind of like, what, what's the word? Is that condescending? What is that? Uh, yeah, we're gonna praise that, but it's really not that great. Hmm. I just uh, feel like, I don't know. I just feel like uh, they didn't have to win here, but they shouldn't have been, like been beaten clean. It's like too early for them to feel. Uh, like so, I mean, they basically lost all their heat in the sense that they've been they've been beaten like too many times. So mm-hmm. I, it's it's hard to, for them to feel like a threat. You know, I think they don't know what to do with them. Maybe I don't know. Unless they're just waiting for Balor to come up and put them, and then just be very dominant. If they're going to do that, I have no clue. Yeah, it's still up in the air as to. But what's the way to do that is like. To present them as dominant immediately, and then just add Balor to the mix. You don't like say, "Well, these it, guys can be beaten a lot, but oh, when Balor gets here, they can't be like beat." Or would anymore. it be one of those things where it's like, you know, whenever we whenever we hang out with you, Styles, we lose, but whenever we're with Balor, we're unstoppable. Well, the thing about that, it would that would only work for me if they stop cheating and they stop sneak attacking people because they to like be okay with AJ like AJ mm-hmm. was telling them and they're like hey this isn't who we are with Balor we can be ourselves and we win because we go to whatever length we have to to win but when we're with you you fucking make us like walk the line and we fucking mm-hmm. lose because of it. that's fine but they've still been cheating and like sneak attacking and still losing so what argument is you're just right. fucking inferior at this <laughs> point you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I don't know 
So, but the Usos do end up getting the victory, and uh, uh, I don't know what do you, what do you think about the Bloodline name? It's sort of bland, but yeah. I it, mean, it's probably something just to get them over now until this whole situation. Something to sell shirts. Is, the club is where they're supposed to be, and Roman's just by himself on the top. So I think it's what just I a like. I'm sorry, I cut you off. This is a transitional thing. That's what I think. Hmm. I mean, what I like about it is that it sort of harkens the whole like family it's like a hearts thing it's like it's not just these guys thing it's like uh yeah Afa and sika and fucking rikishi and mm-hmm. fucking it's everybody like it's to and me the, when you say the bloodline it means the whole fucking family yeah and so it's like a hearts thing but that's what that's what i like about it other than it, it is kind of bland and when tamina comes back she'll join and yeah we'll just bring all the samoans in except for samoa joe he stays away Technically, he's not blood. That's right. That's why We're he stays away. Rosie. <laughs> so uh, after the match, Styles and uh, and Romans went at it. Yeah, and uh, Roman brought it in the chair, and so they're fighting. And uh, Styles ended up hitting the Styles Clash on Roman on the chair. So devastating. <sighs> okay. Okay. I understand okay. saving that move. And teasing it in matches without it paying off, and teasing it without hitting it. But when you hit it off, it should be like a big payoff moment, not a fucking brawl on Raw. It should be like in a big match where you like. But if he hits that, then he could be the new WWE champion at Extreme Rules this Sunday on the WWE Network for only nine ninety nine. Ball game. But ball game. But if you tease it and you don't pay it off, when you do fucking pay it off, it's got to be in a moment that means something, not on a throwaway brawl on Raw. Like, that should be like, uh, he's done everything he can do. He can't fucking pull this one out. Oh, wait. Now he hits the clash. Now he gets the fucking... It's like the super secret weapon, you know? Yeah. It's like not a, well, I used it on Raw, but I can't ever hit it in my fucking matches. <laughs> That's like the backwards way of doing it. It's like... I can hit it when it counts during a brawl. Right. <laughs> well, when he it matters most. He won't reverse it because I hit him with a chair four times. That's right. So I mean, yeah. I I like that they were sort of holding it off and like he could never hit it, but like when he does hit it, it should mean something and not on um, no, I agree. Whatever this, I agree. and now it doesn't. Yay, WWE! And now it's just gonna lose. Go logic. Uh, after that, we got to see Big Cass going up against Devon, who uh, Cass look a little fucking nervous in the ice too. A little bit. Yeah. He feels he's having to go out there and hold his own. Yeah, he's, no shit. He feels a little <laughs> lost without Cass. Yeah. You can tell. Well, he looked a little bit nervous. Well, yeah, because you know his his tag matches standard tag you know formula: stand on the outside, get the hot tag, clean house. Well, I don't think he he look. I don't think he looked nervous. The ring hat. Think he looked nervous having to carry the whole promo on his own. He's, he's yeah. used to fucking Cass like fucking walk in circles in front of him and fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, because he will add his I mean, tidbits. Uh, not Cass. Enzo, sorry. Yeah, it'd be like Billy Gunn doing the <laughs> like doing the whole promo. Billy Gunn, you're up. <laughs> whole promo yours. You got five minutes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Because I told him I was like, you know, I I will give him uh, you know, a for effort or whatever. But like he's he's trying. And stuff, but he's no Enzo and stuff like that. But he's he's doing his thing, and I still applaud him. You know, he's not bad. He no. just looked a little bit nervous. You could see it in his eyes. He looked a little bit like I'm in the main event of Raw. I don't have Enzo out here fucking saying all kinds of shit that I don't even know. He did. What was his line? He had a good line. 
that made me think. Uh, um, what he? This is what went through my head whenever he said it. I was like, "Oh, that's a good line." I was like, "I wonder if Enzo texted that to him, or <laughs> or if someone is writing for these guys." That was my. They probably talk. I would think. I'm sure they. You were the Steve Urkel. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. Devon. He said it. He maybe maybe he wasn't nervous. Maybe he was trying to remember what he was going to say because he. When he hit a high point, he like drove it home with emotion. But in the, he looked a little hollow in the eyes, in the sense like he was maybe he was trying to remember what he was going to say, mm-hmm. or maybe he was a little nervous. Like you're Either trying to think without making it look like you're thinking, right? I don't it's know. Like, oh, he did fine. I, I'm being yeah. way too critical of it, but he looked a little bit nervous or a little bit lost. Well, sure, I'd be nervous if I had to go out in front of a crowd and do all that. Yeah, sure, but you know, yep. I mean, with no safety net, being yeah. Enzo. I'm ready for Enzo to be back. We need some of those lines. So do you think Cass came up with that line? Do you think Enzo helped him? Enzo or you, probably. Or do you think, think the writer came up with it? More than likely it was Enzo. Enzo helped him, I would think. Like that puts a smile on my face. That like They're, they're like, okay, uh, <laughs> Cass, think of something funny to say. And like Enzo's over there from home like texting him like lines. <laughs> that, that would make me like. Yo, say, dog. <laughs> yeah. Say he's a Steve Urkel of the Squared Circle. <laughs> How you doing? What would be really crazy if Cass was the guy who came up with all it was just Enzo has the delivery? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, would be crazy. They just spend their nights in the hotel thinking of lines. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a good one to say. Did you listen to uh, to them on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast? No, I haven't heard that one. I listened to probably a good 45 minutes of it. It was a really good one. Like They're talking about uh, Cass wanting to be a doctor. Uh, and he was he played basketball obviously in high school, and then Enzo was played football. Yeah, American I, football. I actually uh, listened to some of it. It was really really good, and you know, like Big Cass has like a degree in like he was getting ready to go to medical school. Wow. And then one He's day he got those he, doctor glasses. Have yeah, you seen those glasses on. Uh uh-uh. uh But like he said, one day he just sat there and he's like, "Nope, I don't want to do this anymore." I'm going to go be a wrestler. <laughs> well, no, he had glasses on whenever you took a picture with him. Yeah, that's true. They look like very, like, doc. That's, that's, uh, I don't know. Look very doctor esque. They make him look intellectual. So, um, but yeah, so it was Big Cass going up against Devon. And, uh, there was miscommunication with Devon and, and Bubba. Are you surprised that it was Devon and not Bubba? Uh, I think they'll probably hold that off for, for maybe next week or something. And then, who knows? Only because, or maybe Bob- we'll see that at Extreme Rules because they. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That could be a match for him to throw in. And- Only because Bubba's the one that's had a successful singles run, you know. Yeah. <laughs> His time will come, and then they're gonna blow it in a brawl. Did you see a thing and- on Facebook? I didn't get to watch it, but it was like uh, Renee or someone asking uh, Cass, uh, "What's the situation?" He said he's though? he's ready to come back. Uh, well, not like. He's been it's cleared to come back, but you know he wants to come back. He he's ready to get back in the ring and and show everyone what he can do and all that good stuff. So uh, he is on. He is he will be back sooner than later, so, which is good. How you doing? How you doing? So uh, after that, we got to see the main event of Raw, uh, Del Rio going up against Kalisto, and during the matchup, we got to see Sin Cara. Watching the match backstage, and he was attacked by Rusev. When I saw Del Rio, oh, all God. I could think of is like, he's dating Paige. Is that a real thing? Is that legit? <laughs> I don't, man. I don't know what's going on with that picture. Doug, that, did that you see those pictures? Internet. Paige and Del Rio. I saw them. Yeah. 
What do you think? It's legit? Like I mean, that's, if that's a fake kiss, that's uh, a fake kiss, but it didn't look like a fake kiss. There's some who are saying that it's they were shooting Total Divas. There's some who are saying, wait, isn't he still married? I don't know I mean, if he's still married or not. Man, I don't know. And isn't that a spoiler for Total Divas? Because I'm obviously behind, but did she break it off with that dude? I'm behind. Okay, yeah. Obviously, we have. I assume that with this, that yeah. I mean, let's be honest; it didn't feel like they were going to make it, but. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It. Uh, I don't know. They're two grown-ups. They can handle their own business. I it's guess not so. really. It, mm. I mean, it's only our businesses in the sense that they are public figures who let pictures of themselves kissing get out. Yeah. And and in in any other sense, they're like a. Adults who are doing whatever they're doing can do whatever they want. I just I looked at the picture of them kissing and, and it a lot of comments that I saw was this doesn't look to be a very passionate kiss. It kind of just seems like they're okay now kiss and they do it. I kiss. I don't know. Who it's, knows? We'll see. It's yeah. hard to tell from a still picture. I mean, yeah, if it of was course. if it was video, like then okay, you, I think you could evaluate the passion of the kiss. I think yeah. there was some tongue. But supposedly they were holding hands, walking up and down Disney World with with his kids. Oh, they're or, at Disney or World, kid, something like that. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what the future holds for Paige's love life? Not me. No, <laughs> no, unfortunately not you. I'm sorry. Not um, me. Because you're gonna drop Total Divas for Total Bellas, huh? No, I'm talking to you, Daniel. Oh, I'm not watching either of those shows. You're gonna drop Total Divas for Total Bellas? I'm, I'm not, be honest. Daniel. I think that's the succession play. Like, I think Total Divas is going to turn into Total Bellas, but I'm pretty stoked for Total Bellas. Oh, no, Total I Bellas. think it's going to be great. I did hear something. It's so interesting that that uh, was it Bree and Brian moved in with Cena Cena's for, for the shooting of this. Hmm. That was probably for the show. I don't think they really Yeah, Well, yeah, there, it, it was. They're like, we need you guys together a lot. I wonder if John... Well, like, he lives in Florida, and they live in, like, Arizona or something. Yeah. So, like, if they're going to be together all the time, they'd have to, like... You know, How are you going to do this? Gotta I wonder if John's freaking out. Like, all you motherfuckers are in my house. You better not destroy anything. Stepdad power! I want, like, fucking Daniel Bryan, like, building, like, compost piles in, like, Cena's, <laughs> like, pristine you yard, doing? you know? What are you what doing? It's like, you gotta also eat organic... You don't need chlorine in this pool. You need some... Some sea salt or whatever those other. What, yeah. What's the alternative? To there's chlorine? like saline, and then there's like an all natural thing where like they put plants in it, and it filters the water through that, but it makes the water look sounds like great. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> saline actually works. It's it it doesn't have the strong smell as chlorine does. Hmm. And Daniel Bryan would be like, "Hey, John, I know you have all these muscle cars, but you need an electric car." <laughs> who has a, who do we know that has like a salt water pool? I swear we went swimming. I swear we went swimming together. It was like a nasty. We've gone swimming somewhere. Because I got it in my mouth. Yeah, it was for one of your birth. It was either your birthday or Daryl's birthday. Whose pool? Who? Birthday. Oh, it was on your birthday. Was it with Noah? Didn't tip the pizza. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. That was uh, Daryl's uncle's house. Okay, I swear there is salt in that pool. Is am I that, that? that was the saline. Oh, is that what it is? is that what saline is? Yeah. Okay, well, obviously I'm ignorant. I don't know what saline is. <laughs> I thought that was like what they put in breast implants. Yeah. Oh, that is also what they put in breast implants. Yes. You were swimming <laughs> in breast implants? Yeah, you're, in, you're swimming in boob water. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I don't know the f- one fucking thing about anything. So <laughs> why are you even listening to the show right now? I don't know. They Because they want to hear us. 
talk about raw and and boobs rules and and boobs and boob water. We swim in boob water, boys. Uh, <laughs> boob water, boys. <laughs> That'll be the name of our podcast if we ever want to rebrand ourselves. We're the boob. Boys. We're the boob water boys. Anyways, nah, nah. <laughs> So Del Rio versus Kalisto backstage. Rusev attacks Sin Cara, and Del Rio made him watch. You're gonna watch your friend get beat up, ha ha ha! Because I'm evil, and that's evil. And we used to be friends, but now we're not. But we still kind of are because he's doing this while you know stories crossing ways and paths and all that good stuff. But Del Rio ends up getting the victory, defeating Kalisto, and then Rusev uh, attacks Kalisto. And that was the main event. It was. And he put the accolade on him and bent it really far back. He sat on him, <laughs> pretty much. I wish he would do the super kick to the back of the head. I think that should be his finisher instead of the That would be uh, cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then uh, it was announced earlier today that Kalisto suffered an air quote injury and will not be able to participate in the SmackDown tapings, but is still wanting to compete at uh, Extreme Rules. So they're gonna see in case that plays into y'all's predictions. I wanted to let y'all know ahead of time before we get into it. Because he may not be. It's kind of a fifty-fifty chance he may not be able to compete. He may yeah. Be. yeah, but he still wants to go out there and fight. Heart of a chihuahua. Oh, yeah. Heart of a champion, sir. Heart of a champion. And the a bite of a, of a chihuahua. That's Rey Mysterio. I said body. Don't you forget it. Um. So after that. We got to see the uh, end of Raw, which was the Charlotte Natalia contract signing. He's pretty happy for this, you know? Am I? Yeah, you were. Was I? He was pretty happy for it. You don't remember? You were playing Clash of something. Clash Royale? Yeah, that. Yeah. While watching this. Yeah. And uh, one of the comments that I saw was, uh, you know, it's great for the women to get some shine to be the main, the closing segment of Raw, but does it really have to be about the, the McMahons? Because Stephanie is the one who slapped oh, that Ric goes. Flair instead of, instead of Natalia. Well, just, you know, this still plays into the whole Stephanie-Shane thing, so they're yeah. going to be in everything. So, Yeah. I liked how Rick was, you know, <laughs> Rick, Rick was, was insane. take off his jacket. It's like, come on, you want to go? He didn't say that. <laughs> it's like but, mentally you know. preparing himself. See what you got, man. That's my life. It's been a while, but I can still go. Woo! Doug, what are your thoughts on this whole segment? Uh, honestly, it was a big mess. Yeah. It was. Natalia didn't get to shine very much. And when, and... Then um, was he wooing? Or what did Ric Flair say? And then Charlotte's like, Dad, you need to stop or whatever. <laughs> Maybe it was wooing. I, I think he did start wooing and she was just like, hey. It's about me. Yeah. It's all about me. It's always been about me. Shut I'm the up, best. old man. I'm the best. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest of all time. Woo. See what Woo. you got, man. Let's see what you got. See what you got, Throw old man. Shoe at you. Yeah. Throw those shoes. Get that shoe out of here. So, I can uh, kiss any lady in the audience, even that one. Make her cry. Woo! <laughs> Pelvic so, uh, so that pretty much closes out Raw. Any final thoughts on the Go Home show? Did it sell you on the products and make you want to see Extreme Rules? I mean, to be honest with you, I felt a little distracted because I got home from work in the middle of the show and I was sort of trying to get some food and like yeah uh, it rained all day so like my clothes were all wet and i was sort of trying to like fucking dry out my shoes and stuff oh. and it was uh it was just uh sort of distracting so i don't know that i could you know have anything too important to say about the show mm-hmm. i'm surprised i didn't tune out as much as you did yeah i actually watched more of it but 
I'm I'm just really surprised because I really wasn't into that much of this Raw. Yep. So uh, really interesting stuff. So we'll have to see how it plays out in Extreme Rules because we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We've got to hear those picks. With Extreme Rules taking place this Sunday, WWE Network is the place to be. Really good stuff. That's right. Really good stuff. Uh, the kickoff matchup, Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin in a no-disqualification match. So, uh, you know, we get to see these guys once again throw down, but nothing's going to stop uh. Baron Corbin this time. When did they fight each other? It was last They fought on Raw. They fought on the pre-show of... Was it the pre-show, or did it get bumped up to the main card? I don't it was remember. on the pre-show. Yeah. Um, so the last pay-per-view, they fought in payback. Ziggler, like, eked out that win with the roll-up. Eked it out. But this time, there's no disqualifications, so nothing going to stop Baron Corbin from Run going him to over. Town. Yeah. Plowing, plowing through the guy. He's the train. Yeah. So uh, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin... What did you think about the matchup and who you're going to go with? Uh, Baron Corbin. And I, He's going to win with the hair hair throw? The hair throw of doom. No. Uh, I feel like he's going to win, and this will be the end of this. Wow. What if I just come out like... <laughs> just just mime that he's riding a motorcycle. But he'll have like a straight face because that's his thing. <laughs> yes. Okay, Sorry, so you're I picking Baron to. Corbin to win? Yeah, and hopefully this will be the end of this. They can both move on to bigger and better things, hopefully. Well, he will. All right. Uh, Doug, how about you? Where are you going? I'm with taking him? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah? Yeah. Any particular yeah. reason? <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, he should go over in this feud. Honestly, I was a little surprised that they beat him so quickly. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the right call for him to win here. Get that you get that first loss out of the way. Definitely don't want to lose two to back to back. If you lose two back to back, you're sort of just a guy. Yep, you're just a guy. When Baron Corbin is supposed <laughs> to be the guy, sure, he's gonna be the guy. Not just a guy. He's the guy. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna pick Baron Corbin as well. Are you sure? Uh, yes, I am. So uh, that's my story, and I'm just gonna stick to it. I'm just gonna stick to it. That's right. So uh, let's talk about the next matchup: Kalisto versus Rusev for the United States title. And uh, it was announced before SmackDown that uh, Kalisto suffered a an injury at the hands of Rusev this past week on Raw, and uh, he won't be able to compete at SmackDown, but he is willing to compete at Extreme Rules. Hey, do you know what Machka mach- means? No. I do not. I don't know either. I'm asking. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I'm I thought you were going to inform us. And, <laughs> I mean, I could like you it. set it up as though it were. But <laughs> I was like, like, "Hey, do you guys know this cool thing? You don't know that I'm going to tell you." <laughs> I guess I can look it up. I guess he you says could. it. He said it a bunch on Raw, and that's why I was like, "I wonder what that means." I know mm-hmm. he, they always says it. Rusev Udria, Rusev Machka. Right, but he said it himself like yeah. on Raw. Machka. So uh, while Doug does his his research, um, we don't know if legitly he's hurt. I mean, I kind of assume that he is, and don't know if he's going to compete. But I'm going to I'm going to go with Rusev. Yeah, winning this. Uh I think it's all storyline that, that they're saying that because uh, if if they were truly concerned about his health, he wouldn't be competing in Extreme Rules. Um, so hate to pull back that particular curtain, but that's that's just my opinion on the matter. 
Okay, I don't know how reliable this source is. It was like <laughs> just one of the first uh, Google hits on it, and it's some guy. He claims he's Bulgarian. Uh, <laughs> he claims to he, be Bulgarian. I mean, his name looks Bulgarian, uh, and he says, "I am Bulgarian." So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's trustworthy. If I've ever I mean, heard but it. anyone can say that. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I could. I could say, "Hey, I got Trust me. I know what Machka means. I'm Bulgarian." <laughs> and I just trust whatever. Me. I've I've been a lot of candles. <laughs> Okay, so supposedly it means, hold on. <laughs> oh, it's not Putria, it's Udria, is what this guy's saying. Udria. Yeah, it's, uh, and it means Rusev do punch, Rusev do crush. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is amazing. <laughs> do crush! Rusev do punch. Rusev do crush. I would hope that there's another meaning to that. No, that's amazing. I want it to mean that. I, I agree with Doug. Bul- I, I agree with Doug. this Bulgarian guy is not pulling our chain. <laughs> he's intentionally pulling our chain, yeah. Well, he said it's not Putri, it's Udria, so he Udria. seems like he's got a little bit of credibility. <laughs> not that we could tell the difference. Do punch, do crush. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just punch and crush? It said do punch. That's look, this is what like D O punch or D U E. Like you're, you're you're due for a punch. You're due for a punch. D-O. You're due for a D-O. crush. Do okay. punch. Rusev do punch. Rusev do crush. You know what'd be funny if he had the Bulgarian <laughs> word for work or do work and he also Snooky. <laughs> Rusev, whatever. That means I'm do gonna work. second source this. I'm gonna okay. try, I'm gonna check out some other. Yeah, because okay. we need we need Second I really opinion. Want, I really want it to mean the first one. I, I agree with him. I want it to be that, too. <laughs> Dude. Second, second Dude. opinion on this. Um, yeah. All right. So this one guy on this bodybuilding message forum says <laughs> he has a Russian colleague, and he believes it translates to Rusev hits, Rusev crushes, crushes which is basically the same thing. <laughs> but I like it a lot better uh, if it's Rusev Dubach. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that second one, that guy said, that, that just ruins it for me. Maybe the, the first one was a literal translation, and the second one was it's... like um, like how it should translate to English. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with the literal one, though. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm way into that. All right. So, Rusev uh, Dubach. Do works, huh? Uh, so, with that being said, who are you going to pick in this? I'm not picking against my boy Rusev. <laughs> okay. So you're picking Rusev to become the uni- the new United States champion. Yeah, I think the injury angle might be a way to uh, protect uh, Kalisto a little bit in mm-hmm. loss. And also, I have a feeling like when Cena comes back on Memorial Day, Rusev's got that belt. Absolutely. Unfinished business. It's a WrestleMania rematch from two yeah. years ago. Plus, Rusev's awesome. So I just want He's my also boy the to, TV champ. I yes. also want my boy to get his belt back. So. Rusev all the way. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you there. Rusev gets the win, and the uh, the injury is to help protect Kalisto because he's gonna put up a fight. But oh, he's still suffering from the injury from Raw. And you think they're going back to the Cena stuff too? God, more than Memorial likely. Memorial Day. Yeah, like, I mean, it makes the most sense for yeah. him to do that, especially since they're rushing Cena to come back. Right. Um. You know, but who knows? I feel like they've got a little bit of unfinished business because I thought their feud was a little bit, like, underwhelming. Yeah. And uh, that was also the source of, like, Rusev's, like, a, lo- a dip in his, um, like, credibility because he mm-hmm. should have won that feud and he didn't. 
Yeah. But uh, he seems like... This could be a chance for them to right that wrong. Yeah, he's and... definitely on the upward slope again, so we'll see now what he's happens. he's distanced himself from the, uh, from the League of Nations. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. Uh, Tyler, go ahead and pick the, uh, the next matchup that we're going to talk about. Intercontinental Championship match. Fatal four-way. The Miz versus Cesaro versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title. Fatal four-way match. I feel that in my head that it would it would be between Miz and Cesaro because they would mm-hmm. keep Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They would lose and they would still fight and have their own thing again. Yeah. That's how I feel. So I don't know if it'll be a Miz or Cesaro that wins. I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Miz. Miz. Hey, what's the next pay per view? Uh, I think in June. Would it be money? No, 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 I bank? mean, is it money, is money in the bank the next pay per view? I'll have to do. I'll have to do a quick search and see. Stall, stall, stall. Do punch. We're stalling. And do crush. We're totally stalling. <laughs> this is good radio. <laughs> it's not dead air. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's Daniel. see. Uh, after Extreme Rules, it is Money in the Bank. Yes. Okay. That might affect my decision. Okay. Possibly. Possible. I go with Miz. All right. So Tyler's picking Miz. I'm still a little bit... I'm still working it out in my head. I'm still a little undecided. What do you say? Uh, I... You know, they they've built up Miz very well. And like you said... Money in the Bank does does have a role to play here, uh, as far as long term booking. Um, so I don't think that that Kevin Owens is going to win, regardless, because that would also be Miz versus Kevin Owens in a rematch. That's you know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I could see him putting it on Cesaro, but he seems to have been lost in the shuffle of the four. Like right. out of the four guys, he appears to be the weakest. Um, which is sad because it it was initially supposed to be Miz versus Cesaro, and then Kevin Owens came in. I don't know if I'd say weakest. I think he seems like the he's gotten the least least amount of shine. He's like the least relevant. Yeah, he's gotten the least shine out of out of everybody. Um, so I mean, putting on. Oh, sorry, I don't mean. I was gonna say putting the the title on him. It'd be a nice surprise. Because the the crowd would certainly be behind him, and it would be it would set up for a nice Miz versus Cesaro feud. Um, but I just I just don't know, and I feel like they're they're trying to invest reinvest in Miz uh, again, and have him be a credible champion. And uh, so I, uh, hmm. yeah, I'm gonna go with Miz on this one. I still think they can do after this Miz and Cesaro. Yeah. You know, without the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I'm torn. I, I, I definitely don't think it's Owens because I think you and I are thinking the same thing, that he, Owens is going to be in Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. And I can see them I can see them putting it on Cesaro to tr- sort of try to give him something to do. But that does sort of undercut the way they've reinvested in the Miz, like you said. Yeah, I wouldn't even be shocked for them to put it on Zane, although that seems like the like the the furthest like shot. Because I don't know, I don't know what you do with Zane if you move Owens, unless you put him also in the Money in the Bank. I could see Zane also in the Money in the Bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank, or he could go if if our predictions come true and Rusev gets the title, maybe. 
that would be an interesting feud. Yeah, I would actually really like to see. They had that match on Raw a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Uh, I would like to see like a little feud between those. You know, I'm gonna take Cesaro. Cesaro to win. Okay. Uh, yeah, it feels like the wrong choice, even as I'm saying it. Uh, but I don't know. I got to be okay I, being wrong on that one. Yeah, I mean, I got to mix some up to make <laughs> some make some plays on some picks here. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Cesaro. All right, so really good stuff. Next matchup, we're gonna talk about. The New Day going up against the VOD villains for the WWE Tag Team Titles. So uh, this one, it, it started out strong with the with the Tag Team Tournament. Um, it sort of hit a, a, a roadblock, no pun intended, with the uh, live event. Um, it, it came to a halt with the injury that uh, Enzo sustained, which caused a, uh, a stoppage to the, the match between the Vaudevillains and Enzo and Cass. Uh, Vaudevillains were awarded the uh, the number one contendership, which was probably the plan all along. And um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this feud. Um, what do you guys think? I know it's New Day versus Old Time, right. so it's New versus Old, whatever, all that good stuff. However they want to word it. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts on the feud? Uh, I mean, Any I interest no in it? I mean, I'm not like super pumped for it, but I'm not. I don't think it's like garbage or anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's since Enzo and Enzo's hurt and all that stuff, and uh, Cass is doing his own thing right now, and this is the other new hot tag team to come up. Mm-hmm. So they're in the main event. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just gonna go with. Uh, Did you say? Th- oh, go ahead. Sorry. I don't. I don't know. Who's winning? Who's who's walking away as champion? Daniel, did you say that you thought the original plan all along was for the Vaude Villains to to uh, be to win the tournament and from then challenge uh, New Day? from payback? Yes, because I don't know if Enzo and Cass versus the New Day would have been. I think. I mean, it would have been a fun match. The crowd I would have been hot. They were going to Enzo and Cass versus the Dudleys. Yeah. See, I'm not convinced that they weren't just going to go ahead and do Enzo and Cass versus New Day. Hmm. Maybe it could have been changed at the last minute. The thing, that, the thing that I say that to say that I could see them, if they are, if that was the original plan, I could see that they could just stay the course and have New Day retain here or just wait for Enzo to get back Yeah, and then do that. But one of the things that sort of bothered me is on Raw, they made a note of how long New Day had been champions, and that's always like the kiss of death. Oh, yeah. They're like they've been champions since SummerSlam, which is quite, which is a pretty good run. That's like yeah. what, like ten months or something. Yeah, we're coming up on a year because uh, it'll be. Um, I just had the list up not too long ago. It'll be Extreme Rules, then uh, Money in the Bank, then Battleground, and then SummerSlam. So like nine, ten months. I'm like, yeah, that, which is a pretty good run. Yeah. And since they specifically went out of their way to mention how long they had been champs, that is what made me think that they may be dropping. Because they always do that. It's the weirdest thing, but they always go out of their way to tell you how long someone's been the champ like, before mm-hmm. they do it. So it would not surprise me if Vaudevillains won either. What if Vaudevillains won? <laughs> Zack Ryder's been Intercontinental Champion for one whole day. And then, like, <laughs> New Day and Vaudevillains feud some more. And then Vaudevillains just keep on beating the New Day. And then that'll give time for Enzo and Cass to come, or uh, Enzo to be good. Then Enzo and Cass will feud with the Vaudevillains taking the belts from them. That's very possible. That's a long-term book in there, Tyler. Nice. Say that again. Um, 
Want me to say it again? Yeah, I really do. Okay. I really didn't hear. Uh, okay, so the vaude villains take it from the New Day, and then the New Day and vaude villains fight for however long, and vaude villains just beat them again. And that'll give time for Big Cass and Enzo, Enzo to, to go up against together. the Dudleys, have their little feud or whatever. If they do that, or if they come up and then they then they fight each other, uh, Enzo and Cass versus vaude villains, and they eventually take the belts from them. Uh. I really still don't know, but I'm I'm just gonna go with the feeling. I'm gonna go with Vaude Villains. See, I think it's a I think it's a mistake to not do New Day and Enzo and Cass while New Day's still really hot. Yeah. I think that's a missed opportunity because I think if you wait until they're not as over anymore, it loses the impact of having like the raucous crowd like being like, oh man, these two like wild teams are like going at it. Yeah, know? the crowd would be pretty hot for that kind of match. Although I still think Enzo would be able to talk circles around the new day. I mean, I think what would be cool. I mean, that's just. I, I wouldn't go so far to say he would talk circles around. I think it would be like a really fun back and forth between them. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not necessarily a better talker than any member, but I just think that they could keep up enough to where it'd be super entertaining going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a mistake not to do that, but I'm not convinced that that's what's happening. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm still kind of split because... Lickety uh, split. Lickety split. Like, I don't know if if the New Day ends up winning, who would they feud against next? That's kind of the thing where I'm questioning. Like, I'm not sure... Like. Would Gallows and Anderson go after them? Well, Would... I mean, they're, it looks like they're going to heat up the Shining Stars. They're probably on the fast track to a... Possibly. I just I, don't, I, I, I just don't know. They're the new toy. They're like the shiny new toy. Yeah. I mean, you know, Tyler started making sense talking about the... Uh, and I don't do that that often. <laughs> with the VOD villains getting the win, that gives New Day some, some time to feud and try and become the three-time champs. Um, who, who do you think the new Who do you think the new day is going to feud with if they lose? They'd feud with the Vaude Villains, try and regain their the titles back. They're still being locked in a feud with them for a while, at least through Money in the Bank, and maybe even Battleground. So you think? Uh, okay. Hmm. It's a tough call. This is probably one that I'm I'm the most split on. So you're for sure going VOD villains? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm in the lead by one point now. Drain it. No. Uh you know what? I'm gonna take a gamble. I'll say VOD villains to uh to win. I don't know why. I'm not fully confident in it. Especially if history proves, you know. Look strong on TV losing the pay-per-view because the VOD villains ended up looking strong at the end of Raw. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a chance you may lose. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Tyler. appreciate it. Um, I'm going to take New Day on the basis that I need to make some gambles to make up some points. All right. So uh, so a nice little split for us that, on, on that one. Uh, next matchup we'll talk about... Let's see. Uh, chicks, man. Chicks, man. Yeah. Charlotte versus Natalia. Submission match for the WWE Women's Championship. And uh, since Tyler, you picked, you you wanted to talk about the chicks. Let's talk about the chicks. Who uh, 
What do you think about this feud? Who do you think is going to win? I just have this feeling that Charlotte is not going to lose the title to at least Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, could, they, I guess they could drop it to her and then eventually they'll be stupid Natalia drop it back to Charlotte if they're going to eventually do something with Sasha. Yeah. I don't know. This is just uh, a feud to get them by for the last, you know, three weeks and stuff. But I'm just going to go with Charlotte. Charlotte. All right. Doug, how about you? I'm going to say say Charlotte as well. Yeah, I'll I'll be in agreement with that as well. Uh, you know, they're putting they're they're stacking the deck against her saying, "Oh, if, you know, if Rick comes out there, you you lose the title and, you know, you're going to be out there all by yourself." So, it kind of it, it it would be her time to say, "You know, I they're they're trying to make her like this gloating heel like she is the best ever." And so this will be like the the feather in her cab to say, yeah, I went out there by myself and proved to you and the whole world that that I can get it done and I don't need my dad. So will will that happen? More than likely. We'll see. So I'm picking Charlotte to uh to to retain the uh, women's championship. So really good stuff. Next matchup we're gonna talk about Chris Jericho versus Dean Ambrose <clears throat> in the first ever asylum match. So uh I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I know Doug, Doug, you're you're seeming to become more invested in Chris Jericho again. So what, what are your thoughts on time? this feud? Uh, I mean, I think he's gonna lose. Yeah. I think Ambrose wins. Yeah. I think he should, at least. Yeah, I think he should too. Um I mean you never know with the WWE what they're gonna do. But it, it's it's his match. He chose the stipulations. He he lost the last one, right? So I believe so. Didn't he lose to Jericho last special event? <sighs> yeah, I believe so. I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, he needs to win here. And um, so I'm going to pick Dean Ambrose to win. I mean, is this the blow off? I think so. Also, is, I hope isn't so. Jericho going to be leaving he teased that he was leaving right after payback but then he appeared on monday night raw the very next night so because also i don't know where but he's been teasing that he wants to uh fight uh shinsuke oh yeah he's you know he's gonna be asking for that for a long time so uh who who are you picking to win uh dean ambrose dean ambrose all right so all three of us unanimous for dean ambrose to win the asylum match do you think they'll change up any of the weapons I hope so, because some of it looked pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe they'll use the mopping bucket to clean up this mess. I don't know. So, Mop will uh, be on there. Also, head. <laughs> uh, let's take That takes us into the main event of Extreme Rules. Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship in an Extreme Rules match. Who would have thunk it? So, um... The match has everyone talking. Everyone's buzzing. People are actually excited for this matchup. And um, I'm curious as to how the Usos and uh, the club the club is going to be involved in this matchup. That's cool. So, uh, so I don't know. I thought they had um, a really good match that was sort of held back from being a great match by like the overbooking of yeah. uh, the, the false, finishes. false finishes and the restarts. So I'm a little worried that um, this 
has the potential to be like a messy overbooked thing mm-hmm. that could sort of get in the way of itself. And you also have to keep in mind that AJ Styles was pulled from WWE live events because he's apparently got a nagging injury. Mm. So I'll bet he works. Uh, oh yeah, he'll he'll work through it. Um, I don't know, Tyler. What do you think about this this matchup? Um, I think it has potential to be a good match. Um, but hopefully, like Doug said, all the the booking and how if Stephanie or whatever if they do that stuff again or with the Usos and the club getting involved. I don't know. But, I'm not uh, necessarily worried about the. Well, I take that back. I should be worried about the McMahons like inserting themselves because yeah. that's sort of like the. That's their mo. That's the A story right now, which is crazy. Can they coexist? But I mean, I was more in the words, uh, more in the way of thinking that things could get wonky with like Anderson and Gallows and the Usos and just being like sort of convoluted mess. But uh, I mean, that's for sure going to happen. Just hopefully they can do it well, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Roman's going to retain. I'm the same. I mean, I want AJ to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So Roman. I'm in agreement as well. Roman Reigns going to retain uh, for the WWE Championship. Um, I have hopes. I have high hopes that this, this match is going to be solid. Uh, they they put on a good show for payback, and hopefully they can redo the uh, the same. But uh, I just Maybe they can uh, do punches and do crushes. It's possible. So, uh, so yeah, so that's going to do it for Extreme Rules Predictions. I got to say, guys, those were some great picks. Those, those are some great picks. picks. Those, those are, are some great picks. picks. Hey. Hey. Hey, what's your favorite uh, sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> My favorite sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, I like the hot barbecue and spicy garlic. Those are those are my t- go-tos. Uh, okay. How about you? Uh, I'm like a pretty standard like sauce guy. Yeah? What's the regular kind? Just like buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I buffalo mean, I guess it, I guess it goes by temperature or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like a. I used to be like a real spicy guy, but mm-hmm. uh, the older I get, the like weaker my stomach gets. So like, uh, I, I have to get like more with a medium. You but, go with yeah. like a sweet barbecue kind of thing now. Mm, I still like a little bit of a kick to it, but mm. nothing too gnarly. Yeah. How about I like you? teriyaki and Asian zing. There you go. I just said that because that the little, little poster right there. Yeah. Y'all having to pimp that on the air? We're giving away a booklet that has coupons for free wings for a year. That's a lot of wings. Yeah. Is it like like all you can eat? I wish. No, it's like a coupon for like six free wings. Per visit. Yeah. But it's like you get 52 coupons or something like that. I don't know what this was, but one time uh, Daryl's parents. uh, Can you cash them in all at the same time? uh, It's probably once per visit. They had but this, you can probably leave and then come back and sit down if you want to go through Come back that. for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in a couple hours, boys. Hey, don't, whatever you do, don't let him tell his story about what? <laughs> Assholes. So let's move on to hot topics. <laughs> go ahead. Assholes. Go ahead. There what were you going to say? Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, there was this uh You know what event. I really liked about Civil yeah, War? Your face. <laughs> your face, asshole. Uh... There was an all-you-can-eat mm. uh, wings thing for like an hour that her family... All-you-can-eat in a hour? Yeah. Okay. Where I, at? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. It was like this... Her her parents' friends had this... Uh, I don't know what this was, but it was like they invite like 20 people and they can eat up to... I mean, you can eat for an hour, so... 
Cool. That was that How was pretty slow cool. were they with the service though? It was actually faster. I got boneless wings and I ate in an hour. I ate. Let me guess. Seventeen. No. <laughs> this is Tyler we're talking about, Mister Empty Stomach A Bear. Twenty six. No higher. Fifty. Lower. Thirty four. Okay. Close, say. but a little lower than that. Thirty three. Thirty. But then some Must people been hungry. Some people Man, were dumbasses. Wings are like bite size. Yeah, some people were dumbasses because they were getting appetizers. They had to pay for them. Like, why are y'all getting appetizers mm-hmm. when this is unlimited? You're not gonna be able to eat this much. It's for free. Yeah. The the it was unlimited. You probably have to pay like fifteen bucks, but oh. it's all you can eat. No, no. Oh. He won some contest. And oh. He had a thing where twenty people he invited. Dang, that was cool. awesome. Hmm. I'd like to be involved in that. So really good stuff. Let's dive into some hot topics so we can wrap this show up and go home. Um, the news broke the day after the show came out, or the day of the show coming out, which tends to happen. The big, the big breaking news always happens the day after the show. Um, Adam Rose was arrested, and uh, not for anything good. Domestic violence and tampering with uh, uh, was it evidence, something like that. I gotta say, his story looks a lot less credible now. <laughs> <laughs> I read that he was screaming at his was it wife or girlfriend? It was wife. Wife. He like grabbed her face and like yelled and that's mm-hmm. what that's what people were reporting. Yeah. So what's tampering with evidence? Or tampering with a witness. Oh. Um basically telling trying to grab the phone. Oh. Saying, No, everything's fine. We're we're good here. Don't worry about it. And he threw the phone. That's tampering. Oh. That's tampering with it. So uh yeah, so he got he got booked and was released out on bond, I think, and has to go and before a judge here soon. And WWE responded and said, "We don't take this kind of stuff lightly." He's suspended indefinitely, which kind of kind of shocked me because I was more expecting to say, "We don't accept this kind of behavior at all." He's fired. Yeah, I wonder what the holdup would be on that. Why why they would go you know, indefinite suspension instead of just? I mean, maybe it's a technicality that they couldn't let someone go who is serving a suspension already or something maybe but then you would just further the problem by suspending them indefinitely well now here's the thing to to ponder if if they fire him would they have to give him a severance package like say here's here's three months salary or whatever or could they just say no we're just going to suspend you until your contract is over to where we don't have to pay you well that could, i mean that you could would be think it. in his yeah. contract if he does something bad that they wouldn't have to pay him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it could if be it grounds. Was like a bad crime. It's like we can terminate you automatically, and we don't have to pay you. Since I mean, you I'm violated. sure they're not paying Hogan whatever he was making. Yeah. So really, uh, really sad. Or maybe to see. they are. Maybe the Legends deal is like a its own thing. I don't know. Maybe who knows? But I mean, it's really sad to see this happen to the guy because you know they did that whole ESPN 30 for 30. Thing where they focused on like he was one of the people that it focused on. I know his kid is sick too. And yeah, that's, that's a rough. That's a rough gig. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's a lot of compassion like out to those people, but still, you can't be. You don't like, put your hands on a woman, especially your wife. I mean, you just don't put your hands on people. In yeah, general. but yeah, I mean, I felt like. Um, I mean, there was obviously more to the story than what what was out but it felt like he was like standing up for himself with the whole like i have a prescription for this stuff kind of yeah. a thing and i mean obviously i i i feel he's 
substantially less credible. I, I he's probably not uh, on the up and up with that stuff either. Because yeah. this this, I mean, one would think that a substance abuse problem could also lead to like a domestic abuse problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they go hand in hand. It so. might take some further investigating. Yeah, uh, so needlessly, he doesn't look so, like, innocent anymore. Yeah. Also, he had a, what, his first court date. They, that's what was reported, and the wife was begging the judges not to uh, persecute. Or- not to put a restraining order on him. Because initially, the judge was going to do that, but she, she convinced him to do otherwise. So, I mean, I, I hope he can get his, his stuff in order, because that ain't going to fly with anyone. Like, good luck getting future jobs outside of the WWE. Um, well, what was the deal? Was there anything, uh, I guess nothing came of it with, uh, Bram and, uh, Charlotte, whatever. Remember how, wasn't he, I don't know how it ended up going down officially. I know they're divorced and whatever happened. I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't recall. I know it was like a hot story for a while, but I just don't remember how it played out. Yeah. Uh, another bit of hot topic news. Apparently, uh, or reportedly, Vince McMahon has sold over $30 million worth of his WWE shares for estate planning. Whatever that means. That's weird. Yeah. Estate planning. Yeah. So I, I so what I heard was he was like, a, he's officially under 50%. Like Yeah, 48.8, I believe, was the official percentage. And supposedly he has owned up to like 63, like, yeah, before or something, something like, like that. that. So I would still think that he's, in part, the majority owner. Well, I mean, I he can he can own less than half and still be the majority because yeah. it could be broken up in smaller chunks. Yeah, like he owns forty eight, Stephanie owns twenty, and yeah. Triple H owes fifteen. Well, I much. imagine Stephanie and Triple H's shares are the same. Yeah, probably being but, a married couple. Yeah. So. uh I don't know. The first thing that popped in my head was, hey, maybe he's going to use that to build a physical Hall of Fame, but I doubt it. It's probably for something of his own. He's building a retirement home or something. for him. <laughs> Not a, a retirement not home. Not a retirement home, but a home for him to live in when he decides to retire. That motherfucker ain't retiring. Ain't retiring. That retiring. motherfucker is going to be done when he dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, in injury news, uh, Luke Harper uh, announced that he... Despite the the reports, he did not tear his ACL whenever he was injured. He actually dislocated his patella and tore his MPFL ligament. What's his What's a patella? Something in your leg? I believe it's the kneecap. Ah, he dislocated it, and then the ligament that holds it in place. Ew. I think that's the patella. I don't remember my biology very well. It's been a very long time since I was in a biology class. So for those of you who are in biology, forgive me if I'm incorrect. Don't forgive him. Don't forgive. Never forget all that good stuff. The North remembers. Yes. Um, so, uh, but he, he has come out and said that he hopes to, to return to the WWE, uh, sometime in August or September. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, John Cena, speaking of returns says that he is, uh, currently at 70%. And he is two weeks away from returning. So that definitely brings up the conversation. Should he take more time off to, to heal? or He should. Is 70% good enough? I mean, He should take more time off. But I mean, know. when did he say that he's 70%? Uh, this evening. Yeah, this afternoon. Two weeks away from his return. Seems about how fast he heals. He could probably get probably 30% in two weeks. <laughs> he's going to get that 30% in two weeks. No problem. 
I mean, he does, he's got that what? mutant healing factor. When was yeah. it the, not this past time he got hurt, but the time before, wasn't it like he, he got hurt and he came back and he was there for a week and he got hurt again? When I don't was remember. That? I don't remember specifically when that was. But uh, I remember that happening, though. I was like, I just hope he knows what he's doing. I was like, yeah. I know he's done it many times, but I was like, I know he likes wrestling and all that stuff, but he didn't even properly heal, man. Because, like, what are you going to do when you're 60 or 70 years old? Like, how are you going to get around if you keep returning from injuries sooner than you're, you're needing? It's just, it makes you worry. But, I mean, it's his body. He does what he wants. So, who am I to, to, to judge? Um, also, Seth Rollins is reportedly going to be returning back, uh, returning in uh, early June is the speculated date. So, be on the lookout for him as well. Uh, in NXT news, I know we didn't we haven't covered NXT in a while, but for those looking forward to NXT TakeOver, you're going to get to see Samoa Joe going up against Finn Balor in NXT's very first cage match for the NXT Championship. So definitely something to look forward to. I bet it's going to be a, uh, a pretty brutal match. So Brutal. Yeah, not as brutal as their TakeOver Dallas match with all the blood, but should, should still be... Stood. Should still be very good to watch. Um, And in Stephanie McMahon news, she is looking to publish a memoir. So there you go. Anyone who's interested in reading that, be on the lookout for it. With that being said, it's time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. Only question coming to us this this week from Rosewood saying, if you guys could pick the next Money in the Bank winner, who would you pick? Also, how would you have them cash in? I would pick Bray Wyatt. I know his I know his babyface turn was starting, but I would book him as a heel. I would have him cash in on Seth Rollins the night he regains the World Heavyweight Championship. I think that would give him huge heel heat. So thank you, Rosewood. And uh, yeah, our predictions kind of I think, at least for Doug and myself, uh, our our picks play into uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah, um, I can see that. I can see them giving it to Owens. Yeah, definitely. I think. Owens is uh, going to be a favorite going into that match. Of, I mean, if of winning it, if uh, Rollins is back in time, I could see them giving it to him again. Honestly, yeah, and playing back into the Romans. Unless, okay, he'll be in the match. Uh, Rollins and Owens, and what mm-hmm. they screw Owens and Sami Zayn gets it if Zayn's in it. I don't think they they would give the the money in the bank to to Zayn. Yeah, they always do those weird ones though. Well, when they when they did the weird like surprising ones, it was always when they had two two different uh, banks, uh, money in the bank matches. Yeah. So. This time they had just the one. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, I guess Kevin Owens, just because he seems like the guy with the most upward mobility mm-hmm. at, the, at the moment. And uh, I mean, how I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good at fantasy booking. I'm more. Be- I'm better at like anal analyzing than fantasy booking yeah seeing where they're going yeah and short booking the uh the outcomes so i uh, yeah kevin owens kevin owens i think we're all in unison for that so we'll see how the uh the build for money in the bank goes up to and uh it makes me remember of the uh the question that we got a few weeks back about uh a female money in the bank ladder match who knows if we'll if we'll see that i, I certainly wouldn't mind but uh We'll see well, how it plays out. You would out think that if they were going to do something uh, a little more gimmick matchy, this would be the pay per view to do it. Like if they're going to do something like a little. Yeah. Like this is the extreme rules and they give the women the submission match, which isn't mm-hmm. like very extreme. Yeah. So, I mean, I, Shame! 
So if you, they were going to do something like that, you'd think they would have done it here, right? Yeah. But who knows? We'll see how it all plays out. But uh, that's going to do it for us this week. So thank you for your question. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yes, uh, on Twitter, we're at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Bear. And I ain't even fucking on, so don't worry about it. There you go. So uh, for the podcast crew, I am Dino Heron. I'm Tyler Aber. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. See ya.